We've got to talk about it. The this fantasy app is fucking terrible. It's. I can't. I'm trying to. I was trying to get to. It's better. You were so sure that you were going to outscore everybody this week. I've been sitting on this until we recorded. Wait, what? Oh my god, this is assaultive. Yeah, it's assaultive because you were like. Remember when you were like, "Looks like I'm going to outscore you, Josh." At one point, remember? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't by like two points. I won. I outscored you two points. You said, Josh. I said, I'm. Pro- it'll never happen. I said, yeah. Can I, I just go to league? It's so unintuitive. Okay, I found it. I found it. Sorry. We're in a league. You scored 176. I have to go through back through the subcategories. Hello, welcome to uh, When Will It End? We watched the movies. Um, I scored 178, 78. You scored 174, 96. So I guess I fucking won. Yeah, you did win. Yeah. You had a good week. I had a good what can week. I say? Jesus. I just I wanted to make sure that we didn't start off lying. I didn't well no I didn't want to maintain a myth. <laughs> no, we can lie all the time. No, no, I just wanted to like as a present to myself to re- like let's make this recording emotionally valuable to me. Like by do- by documenting coming, this is coming out in like t- t- two months. It's, I'm giving myself a gift in the this future. Is crazy. It's not fucking Did complicated. Did you even listen to it? To what? The show. This show? Yeah. I don't have to. I'm on the show. No, but I'm saying it, this gift, the supposed gift you're giving to yourself in two months, you're not even going to hear it. No, but I'm saying... It, it, what? Just talking about just it in now? The future, just knowing it's out like, there? You know, 2022, highs and it. lows, highs and lows, I'll peaks put, and valleys. I'll put it in the show notes. Roses and thorns, right? One of the val- peaks... Though, actually, you'd rather be in the valley, right? Because it's like, that's where stuff so. grows. It's warmer, the peaks, colder. Cold. Less stuff to eat. Thin air. You get tired real quick. Get tired real quick. Yeah. And you're already so sleepy. Well, it's been a sleepy time. It has been. It's been a sleepy time. I did too much this summer, oh I would my argue. Oh, God. I think... But that said, it was a great summer. Just, I think the hangover was a little more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Amy's feeling the same thing. Yeah. She was like... It was a big summer. She wasn't glad that my the place where my grandmother lives had a COVID outbreak, but she was a little bit pleased to not be going, doing one more fucking thing over a weekend. Yeah. I'm getting to a point where I have like tickets and stuff, and I'm like, what was I thinking? I'm not going to this. <laughs> <laughs> like Things that seemed so oh. exciting six to eight months ago, now that I've done... It's been a long summer, and now I'm like, I don't want to do that. Well, we're doing this recording way in advance. So I don't even know the protocol. We've, we're so usually like doing it week to week. Like, do we pretend? Like, we are not. Yeah, no, no. Let's let's go. Let's try to guess what's October. going on two months from now. Okay, boy, uh, I can't uh, believe you that, heard you heard about this Ukraine thing. No, what happened? War. That's ridiculous. That I would never happen God, in twenty twenty two. There's a land war in Europe. Wow, Trump, I know. Uh, Donald Trump sent you me heard a, it a dick pic. Did he? Yeah. Wow. It hasn't hit the news yet. Gail right. Weathers hasn't sniffed out the case and planted bugs in my house. Yeah, um, that's called doing a journalism. Yeah, she hasn't done it yet. Um, it was big penis. Whenever I'm it was orange, recording though. our conversations, which sometimes you know about, like now, other times, <laughs> I know you don't. It's for a journalism I'm doing. You've, you would never. What story would you have about me? It's so yeah. I couldn't, really, to... I couldn't really break something on Charles. That's I'm not. He woke up at six thirty again today and had a nice well, long walk. If you were a serial killer, I guess like you know some you people would be like, it. I never. Oh, like, I can't believe it was him. You, I'd be like, you know, he could be. He could. He, he look, look. You are 
you are a uh, goal oriented. You love projects. Yeah. I you're, hide you're, my emotions. You, you in hide a your way. emotions. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. outward with a lot of them. Right, but I don't give everything. Right? Do you, are there times where, like, under your glassy-eyed stare, do I think there lurks a monster? Yeah, mm-hmm. like right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, they're so glassy today. Just because of the glasses here. What about that? Yeah, they're still a little glassy. Really? Could be the light. It's like the t- it's the lighting. It's a little. It's top down. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What Charles is just showing that he can move his eyes, which I, I don't think. No, was a I was question. trying to remove the glass. Oh, yeah, I was trying to maybe blink. Oh, get no, you a have little... lovely, warm brown eyes. They're brown, right? Yeah, they're a weird brown. Yeah, not quite brown. So they are not quite green. People, you know, when they not hear this, they'll be like, "It's like they didn't even take a break." <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed what color your eyes are. Mm. No, you've and known. known you for you've like known, a decade. You've known okay. all along. I don't know. Yours are brown too, probably. No, they're green and brown. That's what mine are. Really? Not quite brown. Not quite green. Hey, pound it out. Boink. Oh wow, that was that's weird. That's really good. I had to like bend my neck. Ben, like Beckham. So we're back. This is Halloween. Hall- Ooh, so scary. And we thought, what's better than being scared on Halloween? Mm, getting scared in September. That's absolutely correct. Right. So, uh, that, we could, so that we could relax in October. Rel- put our feet up. Mm. Yeah. Listeners, this is going to be good. You know, they say that, that thing they say, that thing, um, absence makes the heart grow fonder, that thing. They say it. It's true. Well we've been absent well you've been absent I yes guess that's the problems i'm not as absent right i've been coming in with worse episodes more frequently who's to so say they're gonna hate who's to say they're just gonna be fondness for you <laughs> you're just getting all the absent fondness all like, the absent fondness mm. i was thinking we could start a band called uh i don't know i think we should start a band and i'd like to call it scream Two. Can you please, this is going to sound weird, and I'd like to workshop it with you, but I think we should call it Jill Tuck's um, Hallway Miscarriage. I mean, if we were like a, a technical death metal band or a grindcore band, I think we could pull that off. Because that's the moment where it all begins, Yeah, is in that hallway with that door. Right. Well, Gabriel, right. Was, they had named the lad. Yeah, the little Gabriel. the little boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a little intense, but I do like Jill Tuck's hallway miscarriage. When do we, do we learn about that in four? Or is that a, is that? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Because I think we, no, I think no, it's it even later. Two. Really? No, I think it's later. I think it's earlier. No, I think we learn about the drug, the person with substance misuse issues mm-hmm. at the free clinic. What were that you going to d- say, druggy? No. Well, why did you change it? Like because I drug- think I was, was going to say an addict or something. Oh. I, I realized that you know there there's a, a more conscientious way to sure, communicate sure, sure. that. So yeah. I don't want to use that that shame ridden language. That's nice. And we could all stand to be more like me. I think is the st- I th- what they're all clapping. So all of them are clapping. The studio audience is losing it. We have a thing where there's a soundproof, bulletproof, <laughs> due to an incident, there's bulletproof, soundproof yeah. glass between us and the so studio audience. So they actually audience. can't they hear. Can. They can't hear how much they're... But they are folks. They're going crazy. They can just the, tell that, okay, they're riffing. They're mm. absolutely... It's just jazz out there. They're saying, look at that. Their fundamentals are incredible. We should go on the road, maybe. Yeah. No one would come to that. How I'm much? never touring again. That, yeah. that boat is sailed. That'd be so funny if we did like a Limsbin style podcast episode where we were in someone's basement. Oh, we just drove to like a house in suburban Dayton. Sure, in like Syracuse. Yeah. Su- yeah. Yeah. And just like did a an hour set for like 18 people. People do that. We could do it. Yeah, we could do it. We could do a live episode. How much do you think we get paid for that? Like 20 bucks? We get more than 20 bucks. 400? 
I don't know about yeah. Between sure, less. we gotta do four hundred. Okay. We have to make merch for it. I can make merch. We'll make the shirts. I would... now, are you capable of making stupid shirts? Yeah, I'm gonna make you a Jill Tuck shirt and me a Sam Wheat shirt. Yeah, and we can just go around wearing cool shirts with people's names. That's sort of I peeked at shirts with people's names on them. I haven't quite figured out what else to do. No, no, you'll. This is not the peak. You um, don't think so? I'm in the valley right now. So okay, Wes Craven, right? You heard of this guy? Yeah, he made the movie Last House on the Left in 1972. Ever sure heard of it? I've seen it. Yeah, uh, it's an unpleasant. Check film. it off. Yeah. yeah. Now this always inspired me because this was the sort of thing in high school that I read about me and my friends. You know, when we were like doing drugs in people's basements and watching like the most upsetting movies we could possibly mm-hmm. Google. Um, so Craven has, has said, and this is from a Guardian article about it. Uh, Craven has said that the last house on the left was inspired in part by the explicit footage that was piped into news segments on Vietnam War, but wasn't reflected by the horror and action films being produced at the time. The country was willing to send its young people off to war, but it couldn't confront the same violence and death in the theater. Wow. So so his idea is That's deep, man. His original thesis about violence in movies cuz like the inevitable question and obviously this movie deals with it about as head on as it gets is like is all of this like aesthetified por- violent pornography or not? Yeah. Like what are these movies all about? Is the point of it is it this like ejaculatory nightmare or like what's going on here? And br- I think going into the analysis of 1996's Scream mm-hmm. by the very man Obviously, decades removed from the the rawest part of his career, maybe, but he's entering making a mainstream horror movie with a lot of very specific ideas in mind about the presentation of violence in mainstream media. Probably, yeah. Still, obviously, this movie is is. Uh, I mean, I just I know you found it very relatable with all the journalist shit happening. But by, yeah, Gail by... Weathers is like a girl version of me. Right, right, right. And uh, I'm like a boy version of the fat Dewey. piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the You're Dewey. like the boy version of David Arquette. Yeah. No, the, the her, her fat piece of shit um, henchman. Yes. Uh, she yells at her cameraman, who seems like a pleasant, seems helpful nice. guy with good journalistic instincts. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She he says, helps, I know... They help bug the teen party together. He's a legend. Yeah. I know you need to lo- lose 50 pounds. A, n- not even a thing. But B, he he weighs like, even if that were a thing, he weighs like 220, it looked like. He wasn't a big guy. He wasn't. 50 pounds on that? Yeah. He looked like me. But I think no maybe we're like hearing me. more about Gail Weathers mm. than we are about him. Right, because mm. she's been trained. It's a, it's a window into her soul. Right. You think Maybe the struggle's there. Maybe, um... I was gonna say something about a window in your soul being one. We know not what we know cut. not what we know not what weather has weathered. That's pretty good. You could associate with anyone named. I think we can wrap the episode now. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, great, love him. But we also don't know what he. Baby, you got a stew going. <laughs> Iconic, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a classic bit. It's a good bit. Arrested Development. Yeah. <sighs> is it cringe now? To, I mean, is it? It's is it gauche to. No one, I don't know. Who okay. cares? Yeah, I don't know. People like Friends, but I'm saying I know. Which, I, don't I know. think it's better than Friends. Is my I would. That's yeah, my yeah, two cents. I think so too. And hey, Courtney, if you're listening, because you saw, maybe you have Scream Google alerts as to who's covering your movies. We're not here to trash Friends. Never you made seen. A, you made money on it. God it. bless you. I've s- never seen a single second of Friends. That feels like it's harder to not do that than it is to do that. I know. It's this. I mean, I grew up in a, a very weird house. Now, to to your family, to, to your father, did friends present to I'm like, sure. hedonistic a lifestyle? Like I'm they're like sure. these decadent New, New Yorkers. That's where they were from. 
the, well, they went to Central Perk was the coffee shop. Mm, oh. Which has to be a pun on Central uh, Maybe it's in, like, Park. Wichita. The puns don't need to Jack be Strong local. from Wichita, cut his butt down. I know. You got such a good show, man. I've been listening back to Summer Tour, and you got a really good show. I, I've heard that. I remember I listened to your, um, I mean, this is going to be really old, but we should definitely plug your piece. Oh. I mean, you plugged it. Everyone's probably listened to it, but uh, I brought it up. Josh did an amazing interview with the fucking legend drum, just the coolest guy in, in Dead & Co., I think. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Mr. Mickey Hart, who, of course, worked on the soundtrack. Film film fanatics will know that he worked on the soundtrack to Apocalypse Now, that when the studio heard, were like, no, thank you. So that's like Francis, the saddest. No. And the they sex. built the beast for that. He built one of his, one of Mickey's original, well, they built it together, this crazy, massive drum array that's like, so like they, they really, they're a very cinematic band for any number of mm. reasons, but they literally tried to do a cinema time once. Yeah. And you did a great, interview with him and uh you played one of the lovely parts of the interview was you know when there was a little break you wanted to have a new part of the conversation show up there were some great musical interludes and i believe the one you chose for his beaming was the one i was beamed through if you listen to the piece uh every there i made sure that every special show that i went to the summer made it into the piece yeah which was lovely, like, yeah. with maybe one exception, which I will make up to that person in another lifetime. Oh, you're not going to try to do it now? No. Or maybe even the next couple of years? Uh, Wait till you're both dead. I don't want to rush anything. I mean, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got to stay present. Uh, you ever heard the expression, good things come to those who wait? Right, and absence makes the heart grow fonder. Exactly, and abstinence. No, it doesn't. 1996's Scream... We saw abstinence in this movie, and it just we made did. him into a, a little crazy boy. Well, uh, or, I think we're going to talk about it here on this episode about Scream. Charles, are you a fan of the Scream movies? Have you seen any of the Scream movies? Seen this one? Yep, we just watched it. Yep, but I've seen it before. Okay. And I started watching the newest one, got about halfway through, and was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, this is so... so this will be nice to get there and watch it again. But yeah, and it's going from one to five with literally a 20 year or whatever it is, even more. Wait, 1996 to 2022? Well, I was born in 1990. That's like 26 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could do your math your way. Well, you were born in 1990. So how old so, are you? And now? I'm 32 now. So, so minus six. six. 26. 26, we got there. Yeah. Is that the new math I keep hearing about? Yeah, I'm pretty plugged into math. Right. I I got the new... The new you, the, I mean, I don't understand it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's I saw for, on Facebook there's the new math. math, guys. Well, I'm getting into chess now because of this chess scandal. Jesus Why Christ. did you Google it? It's great. I did. It's a chess scandal. Oh, Larry might have cheated against Carl. It's not Larry. It's Hans Nyman. Hans might have cheated against Charles... Carl Magnus... Mm-hmm. or something i don't know it's Josh, great it's chess drama you're getting into some weird ass shit man. it's fun to cover I leave things you alone for three days and now you're into I love, chess i love the pawns i love the diagonal bishops, ones. bishops bishops yeah the crooked uh horses horses Horses. You can the little them. castles rook yes are those the rook the mom and the dad in the middle mm-hmm. mom and dad and baby you got a chess board right do you play chess? Uh, I like know how to, but I'm. 
it's something that I wish I actually enjoyed more it than sucks. It's not fun. It sucks. People who play chess to are do? like they're scream villains. Like they that's the worst brain to have is to someone who enjoys chess. I mean a brutal condemnation of a fucking half because I played for... I played chess with people and it's just like I just want to have some fun. I don't want to spend 4 hours just like waiting. Like this mostly waiting. But I think I think in the when they do it like hardcore, they don't wait that much. Right. So so I like if you're an amateur kinda, waiting chess yeah. player, you're a fuck come on. Yeah. There's gotta be better use Stop of time. Stop wasting everyone's fucking time. This is why I like playing bug well, house and this is why I like playing fucking five-minute speed chess. Part of the... Uh, I don't know what Bug House is. Part of the thing about Hans... I don't fucking want to know about Bug Snacks or whatever. It's a fun game where you play with four people instead of two. (sighs) You're on a team, and when you take a piece from your opponent, you can give that piece to your partner, and then instead of... I'm just going to piss myself on your couch. Don't do that. I just... This is nice. (laughs) And then when instead of playing one of your pieces, you can throw one of the captured pieces onto your board. It's super fun. We should play. We should find two people. No, no. Is this coming through? No. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. Okay. Oh look, it's louder than yeah. everything else. No. Oh, you look great. Whoa, you like maxed out the bass too. No. about how I went to um, St. Louis. St. Louis or St. Louis? Don't call it St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis for a chess tournament when I was in high school. We drove all the way, played chess and drove back. Um, but my friends and I would just like, this was in the 90s, and we just say, we had a catchphrase at the chess club. We just said, dude, bug? And that was just the international sign just say like, we need to round up three more people and play some bug. This is playing like a, like dude. a, like a, ske- like a sketch. Like dude. A mess up, yeah. Bug, and then I'll, that's all you need to know. Two words, and you were ready. I was wrong. Courtney Cox was already on Friends when this came. Yeah, out. I had a feeling. I was wrong. Who is the tongue guy? The tongue guy? That's Matthew Lillard. He's fucking. That's Scooby. <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing Scooby. in this movie. He's amazing uh, in Scooby. Yeah, easy MVP candidate is too. absolutely. Yeah, he's he incredible the, in it. Like the scene where he's just picking up. Who's that person? His girlfriend, Tara Tash, Tatum. Tatum. Yes. Uh, and he's just like, they're having a normal conversation. He's just like throwing Flipping this her, person yeah. around. It's fu- That was my favorite scene in the whole movie. I loved it. This made so much money. Oh, good. Good good job, Wes. What, what did Wes do between um, uh, Last House and Scream? Hey, you know what the original title of this was? Um, First House on Scary the Right. Movie. First Scary House movie. on the Right. First Scary. House. On the movie. right. Yeah, you're probably right. No, I am right. I'm fucking reading it. So we've done Scary Movie. I got them confused when I was in the car. I was like, is this the one with that fucking poop guy? Wes Craven initially turned down the film. He was already busy developing a remake of The Haunting and was considering distancing himself from the horror genre. He signed on to the director for Drew Barrymore agreed to appear in the film. Also, he was confronted by a little boy fan who was about 10. The boy accused <laughs> Craven of going soft. Whoa. And that he had more guts back in the day when he was making movies like Last House on the left. That pushed him over the edge and he called the people at Miramax and agreed to do Scream. That's incredible. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the way you should make all decisions. I am not joking. Were you if that your child says, boy? don't be a pussy, you <laughs> must immediately submit to the demands of the child. Yeah. Right? I like that. The demands of the child. Right. They're like, go make the go make Scream. Like, Jesus Christ, I'll do it. That's in, that's fucking awesome. 
West, so he he plays a big game where he pretends to be, um, you know, scary and powerful, but he just succumbs. He succumbs to the ten year old. Well, I I mean that's the the fun of it to me is like. I like that he's given a chance to rewrite his own. I think he's sort of like saying, and, and again, I'm not suggesting this is some sort of subtle thing I've conjured out of nothingness. It's a pretty on-the-money movie in a lot of ways. But yeah. I like that he's like, I'm the one making the big mainstream horror movie right now. I'm going to choose how this ends on my terms, and I'm going to make it very clear. And I would say this reminds me franchise-esque of, of a Ryan Johnson, The Last Jedi energy of saying like, these archetypal stories are malleable and don't have to be rigid and conform to certain things. And as much as I guess from 2022, I can imagine chortling at this as being sort of cute or hokey in some aspects of how it addresses its fourth wall breaking tendencies. I really appreciate that. He's like, you know what? I'm the guy in the seat trying to do this thing. And it's, I'm going to make this as weird and self-referential as I want to, because it's just like, he gets to do exactly what he wants to do and make a slasher movie. Yeah. So yeah. to me, it's like it's a commendable cultural project. Yeah, it's fun. It's I mean, meta horror isn't new at this point, but this is probably the most iconic version of meta horror. I've read claims that uh, uh, this it tripled the use of caller ID in That's America. That's amazing. Yeah. Just like um, after Scream, it tripled the use of shower curtains. Or wait, no, got rid of... Sh- so, you know how every, Which one did you do? A clear shower curtains. Clear, yeah. that's right. Triple right. the use of glass. Because the freaking guy could be stabbing her. Yeah. Um, just as about the wine scenes, if you'll permit me. Bob Weinstein watched the first things. He's like, the mask is bad. I hate it. Terrible mask. Not going to be iconic. And then he, then he watched it again with the... They finished more of it. He's like, yeah, the mask's really good. You got to keep the mask. What an idiot. Yeah. Not Harvey. I'm just saying. Weinstein's. They're in the news all the time. You can't open the paper without seeing Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein. Wait, what does that mean? What, like you, the, what, the, are, you, uh, what are you getting at? Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein? You can't make me out to like be anti-Semitic. A, you can't make me... I'm Jewish. Are you I'm casting not past, a spell? No, no, you're being... No. What are you doing? For the millionth time. Weinstein. It's not a curse to say a Jewish name three times in a row. I, I don't you know who told, told you that. that. You told me oh, that. shit. You told me to never that do was it years ago. Okay, fine. I just remember sh- shit. Remember stuff. Sorry. This stuff. movie's got it all. Skeet Ulrich, <laughs> Rose McGowan, Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. Let me say this about this freaking movie. This movie yeah. features mm-hmm. an incredible Drew Barrymore performance in that opening scene. Yeah, it's great. I start. love everything she's doing, and I think Nev Campbell is fucking fantastic in this, and I love she's her performance. The main, she's Sid. Yeah, she's Sid. Yeah. Um, everyone is very good in this movie. I would say this is... I've sort of talked about good acting in the past and it seems confusing, but no, this is like a good movie where the cast feels just like, whew, they're oh, they're in it. They're like, they're, it's a lot of energy from so many people, but I think this movie is would have been much worse without the like tongues flying around and people like people are very physical. Like the acting is all very physical and I really liked it. Well, I think the fun of what they're tapping into about those early, say, Friday the 13th movies is that there's so many scenes where it just sort of seems like weird and competent people about to do anything in very odd settings. And this combines that cartoonishness of the acting with this really controlled, dreamlike 
very Lynchian setting. Like he taps into like yes. that very blue velvety energy for a lot of this movie. I had forgotten that this took place in like farm country with beautiful scenes of mountains and forests. It's like and... a generic Northern California fantasy yeah. land, you know? Yeah, it was beautiful. And he uses that canvas and these weird big houses with these odd There's massive facades. Dude, and we were talking my porch earlier. Yeah. How it's like my you porch extend that fucking, fucking thing. sucks. You can't, it's like we were trying to figure out how to host on it. And we watch fucking Scream where there's just like porches with multiple tables. And then for the record, I mentioned shooting a BB rifle and you immediately said, what if we had a firing range? <laughs> right. A gun. Yeah. I said gun range, which I think you're right. Firing range. Yeah. Bop, I don't bop, think bop, bop, bop. in this case, I think the, the HOA, no matter how you describe it, is going to. What if I don't it was think just if, a BB gun firing range. I, that in and of itself likely will not be popular with cans. You may face resistance. <laughs> you could just hope no one says anything. That's honestly, after I've talked to these people more and more, that is likely what would happen. They'd talk to each other and complain about it. But yeah, um, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think I'd get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Bob, ba da da, bob, bob, bob. That's um the gun range, the firing range. Uh, firing, Mars Volta firing, have a new firing. album out. I haven't listened to it. Mm, I don't care. Did, so did you like I Scream? Don't care. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I think let's talk here's we'll get into some complaint corner just so we can get back to talking how about how fun it was. Okay. The energy of the first scene versus the energy of the last scene uh opposites and I'm I'm I lost interest in the last third. Okay. Like once you meet the villains and they're stabbing each other and it's like I'm liking it but I'm just like it's so goofy. So much talking, very long, a lot of characters doing stupid shit. It, like, it sort of just like pushes so far into the camp goofiness that I'm like, this worked so well when it was scary and intense. I don't really know why he's like, let's just unravel the toilet paper at the end of this fucking so, thing. I guess my pitch would be, I love that in th- that overwhelming effort to be like, this movie's just all about how awful men are on different levels, which I think is great. Where yeah. like you have the horrible pedantic video store clerk who's mm. like, "This is how these movies work," yeah. and you have like horny, vaguely upset guys who have no real excuse for what they're doing other than being just bored, shitty assholes who are you know, like. But I think by by pulling off the by 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 you know by re- opening up the curtain on you seen Mister Oz where they go to the palace. Mister Oz, Mister Oz. They're like Mister Oz. We've walked Mr. from Kansas. Mister Oz. Oz. Yeah, I've yes. seen this movie. Classic. Nineteen thirty nine. And you think Mister Oz is a big man, right? But under behind the curtain, but he just had one of those little voice things. Well, a little voice thing, but yeah. there's also steam. And remember this? Yeah. Um. So f- I love that. My he, name's Mister Oz. Something that smart people say, which I often am heard to say, to have said. Don't say that. Three names again. I'm not gonna say anyone's name. Okay. Uh, playing with expectations. I like that Wes Craven's like. I'm gonna show you Wait, this. Is like, this still what smart people say? Or are you now elaborating on that little phrase? The, what smart people say is playing with expectations. Okay, now That's you're a, now I'm elaborating. Well, you're still smart. So thank I guess, you. That means a lot to me. Yeah. So you sometimes still, it's just good to hear that. You're still smart. It's good to hear that from people that you're still smart. So what happened in Ukraine? Oh my God! You got you got ten hours to spare. <laughs> yeah, Two words. Sure. The war? War, colon, Russia? Question mark? No, no, no. Excellent. Russia. War. So two question. Ru- Russia. Uh, Russia invade. 
That's the two words you're going. <laughs> Russia invade. Russia invade. That's the two Where, words. Why have you set this limit on two words? You could because I'm trying to deliver you the most impactful information uh, with as much economy as possible. Gale weather. Because you're you're a fast paced uh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my phone. You have two phones, and two you're phones. operating in a complicated world. And I'm trying to give you the news up to the minute and in a perfunctory manner that just gets to the brass tacks. Because who's got time? Russia invade. Yeah, you can say it however you want. That's the cool part. When you tell other people, you can say it however you want. That's awesome. What I'm trying to say is this. Wes Craven says, at the end of the movie, it's not some cool... None of this is cool. These are just shitty, horrible... Like I, 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 The dick in me admires how much he's like has set up this elaborate pop horror movie, and when he pulls the facade away, <laughs> there isn't some burning mystique. It's just like no. horrible men being horrible yeah in my mind like the fact that it's weird and disappointing and it it turns into a victory lap for fucking gail weathers and like this is like a the the sexual politics of this movie for 1996 compared to so many things we've watched from after this that's true are alarmingly on point and as much as there's like titillating aesthetifying of of classic horror movie tropes i think the overall approach to it and even when it, even, I, I love that it gets like the, the plot just completely unravels and makes no sense. And like, I love it. I, it, it as a as a, a self-aware piece of art, it's just a weird coinciding moment where something this popular is this invested in trying to show you all of the tricks to make a larger point. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's, it's just a fun attitude. I like that it unraveled. It sort of reminded me of like a five minute version of fuck. What's that Henneke movie? With the oh, funny game! Yeah, it sort of was like if funny games had it was it vibed funny games, and then it was like I liked that. I just I don't know that it, it so much talking, so much exposition, so much like rewinding and be like I don't have a motive, ah, but if I did have a motive, it would be this, or it could even be this, and then it's like okay, great, Jesus, just why are you talking so much? I, yeah, I just uh, so I like that. I, I it was totally... trippy, like the freaking Marvel uh, multiverse. Mm. You thought about that shit? It's crazy. Yeah, in some world, um, green means stop. In some multiverse um, world, uh, Doctor Strange almost gets run over by another car verse because the stop means go in that world. Where do they fucking think of this Dude, shit? I don't know. I Where watched fuck... it. I was like, what do you think they were? Hey, uh... Did you fucking watch that? I think they were smoking a little bit of the. We all thought it was go because it's the green. Weed. They were like stoned on weed when they thought of that. But Doctor almost... That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like the that... Doctor almost gets killed. They should do a, a Doctor Oz crossover with Doctor Strange. Wait, you're talking about Mr. Oz or Doctor No, no, Doctor Oz. Oz. Okay, the, the real... Republican Senate candidate. <laughs> yeah, real guy. <laughs> yeah, real guy. Yeah, real guy, Doctor <laughs> And when this gets released, I guess we'll like... Oh, we'll have known. Well, no, we won't know because the, the election's in November, my friend. Hey, I don't make any promises. Yeah, we're hoping to get this out by uh, no promise, Halloween. Charles. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got a. Hoo-ah. Did I tell you that the guy, the guy me. who called me with the Nikki Hart interview? Uh-huh. Did I tell you this shit that he no. was an electrician as an IMDb? Yes, you did. And tell he me worked that. on Scent of a Woman. I don't know if I heard that. Yeah, incredible. He, among among this, this guy who called me about Hoo-ah. using the beam yeah. to heal the world, which I totally. By the way, we, if we can work that out, I'll help do it. Mm. But. Anyways, uh, I looked. I looked up this person who called, as I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you plant the bugs. I plant You're the real bugs. weathers. I'm real weathers. I'm I'm real weathers. 
This is Josh. I'm Real Weathers. This is Josh. I'm Real Weathers. Signing off. Signing off. And God God bless you. Don't say say the name of the station. And God bless you and God bless these United States. And God bless the men and women on the ships and seas. And the wait, what? The ships and seas. The ships and the, on the seas, and, and the uh, the planes, and mm, just cars. the cars. Yeah, the cars, trains, sure. trucks. We already said boats. Boats. So, yeah, I mean, that's a ship. Is a boat a ship or is a ship a boat? Well, me and Allie are really mm. into yachting now. We watch Below Deck, and they have very. You can't call those. You can't mess that stuff up. I know. That's what I'm asking you. Now. I think it's a size thing. Right, but it, so is it like a square? A square is a type of rectangle, but a rectangle. I think a boat is a, a, a lot of things are a boat, but a ship is a different ship distinction. Is, okay, that makes sense. I think you can have a rowboat, but you wouldn't call like a a, a fucking schooner. yacht a boat. I mean, I would. I don't know. I don't know. Some shit classless about fucking bore. shit. Hey, how's the boat life, boatman? I don't have a fucking boat. I wish I did. Do you consider yourself a coastal elitist? Yeah, but you live in the mountains. We're pretty close. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I grew up right on the water. I'm a real coast. Yeah, you grew up wet and salty. You know my uh, high school's mascot? Hey, Joaquin Phoenix almost played Billy instead of Skeet Ulrich. Huh. Hey, Henry Winkler, come huh. on. Get yeah. the fuck out. God, I love that guy. I fucking love Henry Winkler. I forgot he was in this. I forget mean. every time, and every time I remember, I'm delighted. The foley on the scissor work is incredible. Yes. You're expelled. Yeah. I love it. And then he scares himself twice in a mirror. It's fucking ah. Yeah, the Winkler scene was nice. I think um Yeah, I mean other than the end, I think this movie is is perfect. And then it just gets to like this moment I don't know, where it's like the energy of going sledding and then this movie decides to end trudging back up the hill carrying your sled for me. Where it's and it's like the ending is so wild. It's just like so points the home of like, oh, this. there's so much journalist shit happening in this movie. And then it ends with a pan out or a pull back or whatever the fucking... I don't know. I'm not a It's called a man. pan pull. Pan pull. A classic pan pull. Well, uh, Gail Weathers tells the news just like it is. And That's like, awesome. Yeah. What do you got against and Gail Weathers? And then you Weathers? get ghost face. Is it really called the ghost face? Yeah. Okay. Um, then you just get like a Wah! ghost face scream effect and then it's over. It was like a very muted ending to I don't know the energy just sort of fades out for me the ghost face mask was first developed for novelty stores during the Halloween season between 91 and 92 by fun world employee Bridgette Slearton as part of a series titled fantastic faces the mask (laughs) itself known as the peanut eyed ghost the final design the The peanut eyed ghost incredible the final design was approved by fun world vice president Alan Geller sounds Jewish to me um, can we get Jew. some other entries in the Fantastic Faces? Wes Craven claimed lineup? originally found the mask, but later clarified he had misremembered the event that it was producer Marianne Maddalena who discovered it. Once again, taking credit for an Italian woman's hard work. Boo, Wes, boo. She found it while inside a house during location <laughs> scouting for the film and brought it to the attention of Wes Craven, who then immediately <laughs> set about trying to get the rights to use it. So then uh, R.J. Torbert of Fun World <laughs> named the mask Ghostface with the blessing mm. of Fun World owners Stanley and Alan Geller. Wow. How, how different would they have had to make it to not have to get the rights? Torbert felt like it looked like a ghost in pain, believing it to be a unique design. Ring, 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 ring. No. Screen, psycho. That's psycho. Ah! And that scream. Marco Beltrami did oh. the soundtrack. 
he approached the film as a Western. What a oh classic Italian decision. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, just give me a break, Italian Western. Get down. Why would you treat this like a fucking Western? I don't know. Okay. Fuck. So the sheriff in this movie, the delightfully named Joseph Whip, who we were talking about, so reminded us of so many puffy-faced red men in the the Jason movies, just like middle-aged white men with the world's worst haircuts, being like, we've got to drive to the farm. Right. Okay. It reminds me of... uh, we. Did you see... um grindhouse like yeah. yeah like many years ago this but you point. saw a grindhouse you didn't see the like you Planet saw it in theaters Terror. with all the fake trailers and uh no i saw it on, <gasps> D- on dvd but i've oh. seen the fake trailers okay yeah like it reminds me of the mm, i don't know there's one where he just goes like there's a cop who just like sticks his finger on the ground tasting goes that's blood it's just like that sort of shit where it's just like riffing on these like old lunatic cops just like doing the most obvious thing and really feeling so, hard about it. Joseph Whip, who played the sheriff here, played a cop in Nightmare on Elm Street. Great. That's amazing. Yeah, so I didn't realize Wes Craven is the nightmare guy, too. I had yeah. no idea. I'd, I'd forgotten that. For sure. Yeah, so uh, they had, there was the Freddy's sweater makes an appearance in this movie. We see a little Freddy cameo, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lots of... Uh, the Wes Carpenter joke. Yeah, there's a there's a joke about Wes. There's Freaking. a joke about Freddy. Um, I did like when she's like, you know, I, I don't watch scary movies because they just have big titted losers running upstairs when they should be going out the front door and not. But two minutes later, she locks herself in and is forced to run up the stairs rather than going out the front door. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. It's full of that stuff. That's a little nods. I love it. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just like to me, I love that it's just swinging a big bat and it is this I don't know, big glossy version of something that's so silly and yeah. fucking. Who I'm actually fucking... glad. I'm glad you got me to to watch the Jason movies for the podcast. Which anyone hasn't listened to those, I think that's some. That of was our, a good run. Some of our best work. We did 13 movies, but here is the thing: and each episode is better than the last. Well, that's not true. It can't be true. I know, but don't tell them that. In fact, oh they get yeah, yeah, progressively worse. Yeah, um, I'm a bit of well this is the best way to say this you know i have euro blood you know i'm a cultured man i'm a snob if you will he's french i grew up watching italian horror movie yeah they're so boring watching <laughs> that one you should be japanese horror movie. yeah you didn't like the beyond what a, it was so boring I'm talking about yeah you're talking about boars that's you uh, cultureless boob i got as a friend you were just making fun of me for liking chess this isn't even consistent yeah, you're trying though. That's your heart. If you really like chess, you'd also really like the Beyond because they're both Italian and they're both God smart. Fucking damn it! Chess is Italian. <laughs> the Pope. The I'm gonna pop you plenty in chess. Yes. You think that's how they choose the your Pope? move? Ooh, uh, King and um. Oh, chicken beans. No. Spicy I like this whole scandal that he might have. Why are they letting people play chess online for important tournaments? They weren't playing chess online. It's over the board. What's the board? That's a fucking chess term I learned from all this shit. What does it mean? Like face to head to head, face to face, face to face, head to head, over the board. The board is the chess cheating. He's got a little. Well, the, the outlandish rumors that he had a vibrating toy in his butt, which is the outlandish Reddit rumor, which is made up, obviously, but it's just funny enough that. It's fine to repeat it. Wait, but what's why is that cheating? Just feeling nice while you're playing a game of chess? That seems they don't like a want nice... you 
to, to get your prostate massaged during games because the rush of endorphins cheating. makes you better at chess. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Because any sort of pleasure might help while you're sitting in this fucking hellscape swamp called chess. They move the pieces. I remember, this is not to dig on Evan, but I remember Evan was like, when we were living together, it was COVID times. He's Are like, you going to bleep his name later? No, Evan. You're just going to go in on this person who's in your life? You know Evan. I know Evan. Yeah, he's a great guy. I can't <clears throat> bleep it. Wow. I'm just saying that he, he was like, we should play some chess, Charles. And I was like. I just want to say, before whatever Charles is about to say, I love Evan. Me too. Yeah. Great rapper, great yeah. friend, great video game player, great uh, mind, great photographer, great digital artist. He's just a great, great guy. Friend. It's a but good, good, great person. Not very good at chess. <gasps> yeah. Be him quickly three times. And he's like, I've had enough chess. It's like, me too, buddy. Me too. That's a very personable story you brought up. The listeners will be like, wow, I relate to Charles more now that I've heard this about him. Yeah, I fucking handed that guy's ass in yeah. chess. His chess ass? That's a good story. Hey, Evan, your chess ass got handed to you. I just want to thank you. I'd say you're the MVP for telling that story on the episode. Yes. So congratulations. I've been waiting to get MVP pick. Yeah. You've been uh, giving it away to fucking animators and to not even real people. Not even real people. Yeah. And not even me. I am a real person. Thank you. I'm real. Pinocchio. Mm. You want to watch Pinocchio? I've been watching the ads for Pinocchio. Well, I mean you have well, to when you watch Were we watching yeah, we're watching football together. Jesus Christ. We're kind of sportos. I don't know. Uh everyone listening now knows that the Bills are well on their way to the Super Bowl. Right. Well, I'm putting money on know. this. October I'm saying 31st. Yeah. Come on. What? Yeah. Super Bowl's in February, my friend. Bro, you can't build a skyscraper without a strong foundation. Then you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. That's all I'm saying. And you can't skid it. Boo bop 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 so all in all, I really like Scream. I think it's a fun movie. I like the orgy of blood it devolves into. Dude, the fucking... It's really violent and really upsetting yes. when it needs to be. And the jump scares get me. It's like a fun ride I like to go on. I really enjoy... It's a fun movie to watch for me. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. It's like an hour 44 pre-credit, and it's like just a really fun watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's You know, we're going down to it. MVP is going to be hard, because honestly, everyone's fucking V and P in this movie. Wait, wait, what? Everyone's what now? What'd you say to me? You're doing the thing where you're like, "What did he say?" And like, but you right. said it. You're like, "Oh my god, did he say what I think he did?" I don't but like, know you're talking what about I you. just heard. I don't know what I just heard. It's like you're doing the reaction as yeah. if you hadn't said it yourself. I I don't know what's happening. Everyone's V and P in this movie, right? But it, uh, yeah, vagina and penis. I assume Shut you mean up. what? That's disgusting. I assume that's fucking. Gross. I assume by that that's what you were insinuating. Come on, don't, no, don't. I think you were on. fucking insinuating that. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to check off the explicit button again on this episode. You have to do it every week. Every week, you keep saying vagina and penis, and well, I think, you alluded to them, and I think our listeners deserve more. I was just saying valuable player valuable person everyone on this team is valuable and player They're, they are yeah that's not that makes no sense i mean bring it up with west then i can't he's famous and i'm not well you can bring it up with one of your friends named west you have so many of them i have a few mm-hmm. i have a few there's an event coming up where i think all three of them will be together <sighs> fucking dream in the past when this is released but in the future for when we're talking now well you have to pretend it's Time's future. a flat circle. Um, would do you think this movie would be better if Matthew McConaughey played a reclusive 
cop who mostly spoke in existential riddles. And then um, hid cameras on teenagers. Yeah. Like, you just keep getting... No. I keep... What is it? Um, Matthew McConaughey's thing famous, I love most about time. Yeah, it's a, flat, it's a circle. It's a flat <laughs> it's a circle. circle. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And um, Woody Harrelson's like, now what in the hell? That's are you saying? Not what he said. Now what in the that's hell nothing. you saying, Matthew McConaughey? Oh yeah, you're right. What in the Wait, hell? I just I just closed my eyes and I feel like I'm in what the room. What the hell are you saying, Matthew McConaughey? That's the best part of True Detective. Whenever he's like, Matt. Now this Bible thing. I have heard some crazy shit. Have Matt you read McConaughey. this Bible thing? It's got a lot of words in it. But time. It's a flat circle. Time is a flat <laughs> circle. <clears throat> cough, cough. Time is a flat circle. In order to keep animal lover Drew Barrymore scared and crying, Wes, Wes <gasps> Craven told her real life stories of animal cruelty. Wow. The night before and everyone we started, gets mad about Stanley, but Jesus. The night before we started shooting, she told me a horrible story about a newspaper article about a dog being burnt by its owner. Petrified her. She started crying. She was telling me this. So every time I needed to, <laughs> to get her over the edge or to complete tears, I would just say, Drew, lighting the lighter. And she would just burst into tears. Jesus. That's directing. That's true. The I house never. where the film's third act is set was built by a couple who died within a month of each other. Oh, that's cute. That's sweet and It cute. was abandoned because their children didn't want to stay in the death house. So they rented it out to Scream to shoot a movie in it. Oh, that's perfect. You don't have to live there, and you make it the big Hollywood bucks. Reese Witherspoon turned down the role of Sidney Prescott. Wow. What a world that would have been. What a world. Um, what's your, uh, Who's your MVP? There are so many to choose from. I, I'll just give mine. Um, okay. Who's... I feel like you're going you're gonna to steal stew from me. Who's Stu? Matthew Lillard's character. Who's that? The guy who's go- doing Eleven all the time. No, no, I, I, okay. uh, I'm not going to take him. I actually liked the boyfriend that Gaslit said the whole movie. Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, he's fucking. That's awesome. a huge win for Skeet. Yeah, that's yeah. a great performance. He is. I cast so perfectly that before the whole twist of there being two of them, and it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty obvious. He is. He has murder vibes all over him, and you're like, "Well, how is he not the murderer?" He's he's like he looks like a murderer, and then he is the murderer, and it's just perfect. He's fucking great. His hair, his eyes, his cheeks—very physical acting. This movie has his transformation is awesome. He does a he nails it. Yeah, I love it in movies where you're like, something's off about this guy. At the end of the movie, you're like, oh, they were doing a thing the whole time. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. People who did it successfully. Spoilers ahead. Is this the time you're giving people to do something? Spoiler ahead. Spoiler ahead. Uh, Hugh Jackman in uh, The Prestige. Maybe Mm -hmm. one of my favorite. I have been doing a bit the entire time and then immediately getting back into the bit. Actually, and so does um, Christian. He is also doing a bit the whole time in that movie. Yeah, but but not as yeah, but it's like that's a bit. Hughes movie. is weirder because it's like this. Totally, I just I've been doing an accent the entire time you've known me. It's hysterical. Yeah. Love that. Um, of course, there's one of my all time favorites, Mister Markety Mark Roofs, Marky Mark Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, Hulk himself in a little film called Now You See Me, where you find out the fucking end. I'm so glad he you is gave part of the spoiler eye. alert because that's huge. Not everyone's you're like, listening you're to like, our coverage. You're like, what's that guy doing this whole fucking movie? And then at the end, you're like, oh, he was doing a bit. And you're oh. like, this is the finest film. The finest of films. And then the second one's even better. I think it's a little worse. <laughs> 
I, I think it's a little better. Well, you got Michael Caine. Michael Caine. You got his son, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Harry Potter. I'm Harry Potter is. <laughs> this uh, summer, Ray Winstone is. Harry Potter. I'm, I'm going to fucking cut your nuts off, lad. I'll fucking kill you. And then I'll make him float above your little heads. <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. And Ben Mendelsohn is Ron. You know, I need heroin. Who's the? Um, I'm gonna fucking die. Who plays the little virgin? Because for me, that was a teenage uh, Ben Mendelsohn. He's got Ben Mendelsohn vibes. Wait, Randy? Yeah, Randy. That's fucking Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, huge, huge Ben vibes for me. Yeah, I'm sure that Jamie Kennedy would be. I, I think both those guys would be offended by that. That's why. <laughs> It's probably hey, you that's both, good. You, you know they say yeah. George Orwell once said, and if you're listening at home, write this down. If the shit you publish in they uh, want to read, do I need to get a pen? Yeah, if the shit you publish in they want to read, that's not journalism. Can you say that again? He was like saying that what Gail Weathers is doing is the purest form of art for reporting, invading people's privacy, bugging their yelling homes, them. and and coercing Josh, them. And, yeah. She was right. Sydney well, no, was wrong. That's why as a journalist, it's fun to watch that where it's like people like cop movies because imagine a world where a cop broke all the right. rules and it's, got it right. It's so fucking. No, no, just a cop not not following the law. Like it's such a crazy premise, you know, a loose cannon cop. Like I can't even wrap my head around that idea. But for me, this is like a loose cannon reporter breaking all the rules and getting yeah. away with it and being right. But it, it turns out that Sid did send um, an innocent man to the gas. Yeah, chamber. played by Leah Schreiber. Yeah, Schreiber, Schreiber, live. Shut up, live. Fuck you. I like your hat. That's a cool hat. Yeah, let me describe it to listeners. Uh, orange dead-eyed fish with three dead eyes. You ever seen The Simpsons? Nope. I've seen one episode. I mean, it's timely. I've seen one of the Hall- Halloween specials. Yeah, he uh, portrays Cotton Weary in all three movies. Don't give it away. That's when you should have done. Dun, dun, do, dun, do, dun. Do, do, do. People also do. search for Naomi Watts. Don't mind if I do. I'm clicking on that. Wait, what now? I'm just looking at pictures People of Naomi all... Watts. Oh, come on. Not here. I wish I just I bought this couch. David Watts. It's a kink song. Ba, 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 ba. You mentioned... she's, a, she's Australian, isn't she? Mm-hmm. You mentioned some song that played in this movie. Like to talk about oh, that. so uh, I'd love to. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, this movie is rich with reference to many films, including uh, Freakin' Halloween, maybe mm-hmm. the icon- most iconic of, of all it. the films. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> famously, Mr. John Carpenter loves to do little uh, diegetic music in his films and f- usually will not play pop songs in the soundtracks. And it'll be only soundtracks. It's just dun dun. Dun dun. And then in the, later that decade. Dun, 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 like a western uh so there's a song in this movie so in halloween the only pop song we hear is diegetic it's on the radio Mm -hmm. could you sing it for us uh romeo and juliet together in eternity we can go out there come on baby don't feel the reaper uh blue oyster cult the long island bad boys the only pop song in halloween is the diegetic playing of Don't Fear the Reaper, which is a song about not being afraid of the guy who kills you. Who in that movie? 
was Mike Myers, mm-hmm. and he scared people and killed them. So in this movie, as Billy, yeah. part of the tip-off for fans of the series, as she is embraced in the arms of Billy, we get a very Lynchian, dream-pop, yeah. 90s reworking of the same song. So in a way, it feels like now a red flag where it's like we're playing the how like this is fans of horror will know what this is a reference to. And baby, Billy is the guy. He's the bad one. But yeah. it's two bad ones. Um, yeah, I really I, I'll, your MVP is next. But I, I do want to say as much as I dislike the ending, um, watching Stu, Stu's the other guy's name. Stu's my pick for MVP. Okay, I love great. Matthew oh, that's Lillard. What I, was, I was hoping I'm on a past... big I'm on a big Matthew Lillard kid. <laughs> yeah. I his, really really his like getting his stabbed yeah. for no like they could have done this all after everyone else was dead. Yet they choose to destroy each other. It's really funny, and him just be like. I'm feeling woozy. It's spitting blood. It was fucking great. And it's just like he brought that energy the whole time. Yeah, he's I just love that the two unhinged lunatics are the unhinged lunatics. Yes. No hide. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> they're just in plain sight. Just two yep. white guys, two teenage white guys. Talking to each other about how, uh, how they're they not the to murder people. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Good stuff. It's great. Uh, um hey, you know what this, this is Halloween season. We're watching horror movies. You know what that brings back? Uh no, what's it bring back? Oh come on, you're a fan of the show. M V K. Most valuable well, kill. We're calling it MVD, but yeah, most valuable death. Okay, so I think there's a tendency to go to the iconic Rose McGowan uh, garage door death. Yeah, but I think that's gotten a lot of attention. It's not my favorite death in the movie. Okay, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's pretty ridiculous. As a man who owns a house now, well, I guess the bank technically owns it, but I'm paying it off. There you go. Um, I have a garage door. You couldn't kill me with that. I don't think so. Like I, I don't think so. You couldn't. Game so, over. Yeah, so it's like it is a fun scene, um, but it I don't. It's um, on the believability scale, right down at like a two. Yeah, and this is all about that. So I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what is your MVD? I don't know. My attention span is waning. Yep. So that's why we're so trying to get this. We're get this out the door. Yep. Um. Yeah. Remember, we'll just think back of the movie we just watched. The movie we just watched. Yeah. The and the deaths in it. And then pick one that you liked. It doesn't even have to be your favorite. I'm, just, I'm going to even abandon one. the most okay, valuable yeah, part. Just name one. Just name a death. Just name a death. One okay. death. Just describe a death. And we can move on. That's all you have to do right now is just... One death. No, I'm thinking. Please stop. It's, just, a, lot of, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Um, I love that they give Henry Winkler a whole scene to do. Because yeah, like, like, not everybody stabbed. gets a big kill. And like they give Henry Winkler a big kill. And it just has to be because it, it's like, we got Henry Winkler. We got to give him a big kill. And it was funny because the kill itself was like pretty silly. Like, Yeah. And his face is funny. And it's the, so I funny. It. I just, yeah, they, they they gave us a little a treat and it's Henry Winkler dying in a really Henry Winkler way. So credit where credit's due. Now that we rewatch this, it is so funny that Scary Movie came out off of the success of this movie. And it's like. Like moments movie, after this left theater. <laughs> this movie is already funny spoof. Like it's weird that they s- just like pushed it a little bit more to make it a comedy, but this is really funny movie. Well, it, this does undercut a lot of the scary movie thing because that's not parodying a bad dumb movie. It's just amplifying right. postmodern criticism of the form that this movie is a thousand percent about. It's it's so I don't know. It's a funny thing to mistake. I will say rewatching the Scooby Doo the Scooby Doo recently mm-hmm. as I did. I rewatched the Scooby Doo recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I want, want to, and that movie. Whips so fucking hard. How many are there? Just a couple. Just two, I think. But that's another movie of this of this weird murky era of the mid nineties to mid aughts or early aughts. And that movie is like 
plays with all the same conventions in a really fun non-annoying way like it's not that sort of marvel navel gazy thing it's mm-hmm. like it's just we watched sort of, um thor yeah. the new thor oh the new thor how was it it was pretty good okay uh, it's no ragnarok but it's it was like a nice refreshing movie to watch after watching fucking eternals and doctor strange and all this trash is nice yeah no not not nearly as much navel gazing well i'm done with marvel until they release Spider Boys. Spider Boys. The spiders, the boys. So let's end the episode. Um, Wait, we can't. Okay. What's the... Uh, oh, are you asking when it ends? Also, I need to get my MVD. Oh, God fucking damn. You already did. No, I didn't. What you was it? said Billy. Almost MVD. Okay, okay, who's your death? Come on, dude. Just You're almost there. Just You look like a ventriloquist dummy that hasn't been used in a while. He's all just deflated. Say your answer. I'm going with number one. Top of the... Peeing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pissing. All right, your MVD for the episode is peeing. Um, no, congratulations! MVD. Your MVD for the episode is P. No, Charles, thanks for picking shut it. Shut up! Are just you asking me, when will <laughs> you can just listen? Try it. Just fucking try it. To what? To me pissing. Do you like scary movies, Charles? Yeah. Um, the first kill, great scene. Um, the phone call shit is great, and then she gets strung up on a tree by her intestines or something. Hair, I don't know, but it looks cool as shit. And it was iconic opening. Iconic opening. And for me, uh, the movie hums at a beautiful pace after that. And just like, this is all because of that one death. I don't think, yeah, perfect. Fucking perfect. Yeah, and, I think the echo of that rings out throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, I am definitely not asking when will it end. It was not my favorite movie, but I'm very excited to see how this franchise is. Um, they're all, I think they're, uh, first four are all Wes. I don't know if he was involved in all of them, um, the new one. But yeah, just like this, this is... Uh, this could do anything. It doesn't matter. It's not really beholden to anything other than being a horror movie. So I'm excited to see what goofy shit they come up with next. If the same characters come back, I know that Cotton does or something. Liv Schreiber's back. I yelled at about that earlier. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Um, well, he's back, I know, um, because you spoiled it. He went me. to Hampshire College. Maybe you could send your kids there. Yeah. That'd be nice. Listener. Close to home, but a little far away. If you're us. <laughs> I thought you were talking not about my kids. everyone lives here. You don't even... have kids. Oh, oh, oh. Well, do you have I one might. queued up? Got one queued up. <laughs> That's just for the fucking heads. Just for one. <laughs> just um, for one are you person. asking uh, when will it end? No, I really, really like this. Is an easy, fun. I, like I was so stoked about this watch. I like turned off my phone, came down here, got in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shut off your phone. I, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Yet. Uh, yeah, phone. I had to. I was, I was really, I was like, I know that if I give myself to scream, it's a fun ride. Mm-hmm. I, the major beats I remember very vividly, and I always enjoy seeing. I just think it's like a movie. That, the casting is so good that even the parts yeah. that aren't as strong as the other parts are really entertaining because everyone is fun to watch on the screen. Totally. And Wes Craven has that ability. He's great at making movies. I really enjoy Scream. I don't know. Fucking, it's done. Hey, thank God for that ten-year-old. That's all we. Baruch Hashem. <laughs>